This is the Read Your Bible Podcast, the daily podcast designed to help you understand and apply the scriptures. Nothing will grow your relationship with Jesus Christ more than studying the Bible for yourself. I'm your host, Drew Tankersley, and for the next few moments, I want to invite you to join me as we dive into God's Word together. We'll ask God to help us see what He wants us to see so that we can be who He wants us to be. How important is it to read God's Word? Now, forget that a preacher is asking you that for a moment. Perhaps a better question to ask is how important is it for you to read God's Word for yourself? Every day on this podcast, I make the statement, nothing will grow your relationship with Jesus Christ more than studying the Bible for yourself. It's why we do this reading plan and this podcast, because God's Word isn't just important for your Christian walk. It is critical. Psalm 19 gives us a multitude of reasons why that is, and on today's podcast, we'll dive into a few of those together. Pay attention to verses 7 through 11 of Psalm 19 today. They read, The instruction of the Lord is perfect, renewing one's life. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. The precepts of the Lord are right, making the heart glad. The command of the Lord is radiant, making the eyes light up. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold, than an abundance of pure gold, and sweeter than honey dripping from a honeycomb. In addition, your servant is warned by them, and in keeping them, there is an abundant reward. When a young Jewish boy graduates from the yeshiva, a Jewish school, after studying the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, the best of the best are invited to continue their study in the school of the prophets. When they do this, as a ritual, they are given the sweetness of honey for the first time, inaugurating their further study of God's word a word that is dripping with sweetness. David's glorious psalm of praise begins with the God's revelation of himself in the heavens. In Psalm 19, he likens the sun to taking a victory lap of an athlete around the atmosphere. All of this glory and witness silently testifies of the glory and majesty of its maker. And yet so often we forget to even behold them. I can remember as a college student throwing newspapers in the middle of the night, and as I did that, never realizing how beautiful the stars above me were, until one evening I was listening to Psalm 19, and I happened to look up as I was throwing the papers, and I heard the words for the first time, really, about the stars silently testifying of the glory of God, and though they speak no words, They communicate volumes to a heart that is ready to receive them. In Psalm 19, David then turns the balance of this psalm on the glories of the word of God. The revelation of God in his word here is absolutely breathtaking. Look at how David breaks down how valuable God's word is to him. In verse 7, he uses the word renewal. He says the word renews him because God's word is perfect. It is the true north for the believer. 
And when we begin to get lost in the distorted perception of who we are, God's word renews and restores our perspective regarding what is right and what is wrong. It reveals both who we are and whose we are. He also uses the word wisdom here. It's a rationale in verse 7. Since you can trust the testimony of the Lord to be correct, you can take it to the bank that it is trustworthy. Therefore, you'll gain wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge that is rightly applied to one's life. So the one who delights in the law of the Lord, Psalm 1-2, gains the wisdom because everything the word says is right and trustworthy. So they know how to live in this world. In verse 8, he uses the word rejoicing. The result of that rightness of living gives us the confidence to rejoice. We know what the word says and that it is true. And the deeper that you go into God's word, the more trust you have in it, the deeper you're rejoicing. This is because as you mature, you begin to comprehend the depth and height and breadth and width of his love and grace towards sinners like you and me. He also uses the word radiance in verse 8. This inner rejoicing will lead to an entire countenance that is changed and gives us vitality to our lives. It gives us hope and the ability to show grace and strengthens our lives such that our eyes and our countenance will be radiant and brimming with hope. In verse 9, he uses the word reliability, or the word reliable. The word is reliable. We can trust that when God makes a promise, he will keep it. And the more we know his promises to be accurate, the deeper our faith is in trusting those promises that are yet unfulfilled. Consequently, we don't fret, we don't worry, we trust, because we know that God will never break a promise. The believer's life is one of believing and of trusting a reliable word. In verse 9, he uses the word righteous. The word shows us what is right. It is an undeniable fact that the word of God teaches us what is right and what is wrong. It reveals what promotes what is good. So often we wonder about what the right thing to do is in our life. We're often perplexed about our next step, but God's word reveals the right path for us. It is a lamp to our feet that shows us what is next if we will but dig into it. Conversely, verse 11 says that we're warned against what is wrong. It is one thing to know what's right. It's another thing to show us what is wrong. The word does both of these. And then in verse 11, he uses the word reward. Those who follow God's word are rewarded abundantly. Like Proverbs 29:18 reads, without revelation, people run wild, but one who follows divine instruction will be happy. God will reward those who obey his word. Now, this has been the theme since the days of Moses. Remember Moses pleading with the children of Israel at the end of his life in Deuteronomy 30? Moses would tell them, see, today I have set before you life and prosperity death and adversity. For I'm commanding you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commands and statutes and ordinances, all things that David references in this psalm, so that you may live and multiply and the Lord God may bless you in the land you are entering to possess. He would tell them in verses 19 and 20 of Deuteronomy 30, 
I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Love the Lord your God, obey him, remain faithful to him, for he is your life and he will prolong your days as you live in the land swore, the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay, now let's take a step back for a moment. If I told you with confidence that you would be renewed, be rational with wisdom, rejoicing, radiant if you read this book, that it could be relied upon entirely. Wouldn't you run, not walk, to open it and dig into its pages? And yet so many times our Bible becomes the afterthought. They are left lying unused while we experience the exact opposite of what the Word offers us. Instead of being renewed, we're decaying. Our spiritual life is in decay. Our life in general is in decline. Instead of rationale, we struggle ignorantly, never perceiving or understanding what is happening to us or why. Instead of rejoicing, we complain constantly. Instead of a radiant countenance, our countenance is one of fault-finding and despondency. We live with no hope and the world sees it on us. Instead of trusting a reliable word, we worry and fret about everything that's going to happen. Instead of walking in righteousness and knowing right from wrong, we struggle to believe that absolute truth exists at all. And like the children of Israel, instead of choosing life in following God's word, we willfully choose destruction and calamity. Sadly, this is the reality of most churches and of most Christians. Which one most characterizes your life? Renewal or decay? Rational wisdom or ignorance? Rejoicing or complaining? Radiance or dullness? Reliability or worry? Righteousness or confusion? Reward or judgment? As Moses put it to the children of Israel, it really is a matter of life and death. We have to choose life. It's a choice, and that choice is made every time we open our Bibles and our minds to read and study God's Word. That choice is also made every time we ignore that Word, choosing instead to waste our time on social media or some other meaningless activity, when we could choose life. Choose life. These are the inverse relationships that come directly from our time in the Word of God. Is it any wonder why we struggle? Because when we get in the word, these are the realities of our lives. Renewal, wisdom, rejoicing, radiance, reliability, righteousness, and reward. But when we don't spend time in God's word, the opposite becomes the realities with which we live. Decay, ignorance, complaining, dullness, worry, confusion, and judgment. Which one of these would you rather have as your reality? The priority of reading the word of God could not be more clear. So Jesus, as we come to you today, thank you for your word that renews our life daily, that teaches us wisdom and rationale, that brings rejoicing and a radiant countenance, that leads us to trust you and not to worry. Thank you for the word that shows me that not only is there a right and wrong, 
but it shows me what that right and wrong is. Thank you that you reward those who read, apply, study, and obey your word. Help us to love the word more because it is the testimony of a perfect God. And may the reality of Jeremiah's life be ours as well. Your words were found and I ate them. Your words became a delight to me and the joy of my heart, for I bear your name, Lord God of armies, in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for the Read Your Bible podcast. For show notes to today's episode, please visit readyourbible.info. While you're there, you can listen to past episodes as well as access a host of additional resources designed to help you grow in your faith. It's all there for you at readyourbible.info. That's readyourbible.info. For more information about South Seminole Baptist Church, just go to southseminole.com. Join us again tomorrow as together we help you learn to read your Bible.